NFL draft a week and a half away. This time in two weeks, we'll be talking about the grades. We'll be talking about what the surprises were, who fell in the draft, who's going to be a bust. Jay Binkley will come up at 1030 and give you a little insight on what maybe you can expect to see in the draft, what you can expect to see going forward for the Kansas City Chiefs and all things UFC as Jay Binkley was live in person at the UFC fights last night. Makes sense. I see him wanting to see grown men beat the hell out of each other. Who do you think would be the best UFC fighter at the uh, 6'10 roster? <laughs> There's not a ton of great candidates. Nah, man, I'm getting knocked out in the first 30 seconds for sure. Dude, I honestly... Who even is at the top? Who... Carrington's getting knocked out in the first round. Cody's definitely just going to run around the ring before he gets submitted. Gold's getting... I don't think it's gold, yeah. Yeah, he's getting clicked real quick. That's the... Doesn't feel like have that reach. Doesn't feel like the morning show's got a lot of candidates either. Beat up, heavyweight champion. Yeah, you know, beat up's got like five knockouts on his record. Does he actually? Yeah, he was talking about it the other day. Got we, a sweet right right hand. Yeah, he said that people. He's like, you know, people tried to test me. They didn't know this soft voice had a hard hand. And I got a couple on the record. Oh yeah. At least that's what he said on Fesco. I don't think people lie about knockouts. And I could see B-Dub in his day, someone trying to clap back at B-Dub. You get that right hand. You got that old cartoon with the, with the birds above your head, just dizzy. I don't know if people lie about knockouts because I've never heard someone talk about get, knocking anybody out and been like, oh, I'm going to try this. Yeah, people lie about sex. They don't lie about knockouts. <laughs> you know, yeah, I took this you know, person home the other night. We had a good time. No, you didn't. Yeah, we just kissed. Did you? Yeah. Coming up at 11 o'clock, we'll do our out-of-left-field question. Kind of fun. 913-586-7610. Jay Southland, Toast Service Text Line. Feel free to tune in. Um, on Thursday of the draft, April 27th, uh, the entire Royals broadcast will be on Alt 96.5 following the Church of Laszlo. So maybe we'll get a little Laszlo pregame leading into Vern. Again, Vern will be on at noon today as the Royals uh, look to avoid the sweep against the Atlanta Braves. They play today at... 110, Josh Furnier at 12 o'clock. Be sure to be listening around 1210, 12:15 for your chance at the uh, pitch clock. But Vern's on deck show at 530 on April 27th on Alt 96.5. The game and everything will be on Alt 96.5 and streaming on the Odyssey app. Vern's post game as well. VIP parking space giveaway with Crown Center. Four spaces for Thursday. Four tickets for Friday and two for Saturday. And the Pershing Garage win tickets on Thursday, April 20th, on the 31s, starting at 7.31 on Fesco in the morning with that crew, B-Dub, Kling, and Bob. Parking in Crown Center garages at a daily rate of $50 on April 27th, 29th, Thursday, and Saturday. Pay upon entry, credit card only, reservations not accepted. So be sure to be listening on the 31s on April 20th. Talking to you, Missouri people. April 20th. I'm sure you all be celebrating the holiday. I'm sure those dispensaries will be packed with lines on April 20th. You know that they will be. Um, but one thing I want to talk about is uh, Kansas City making some uh, some love. We talked about it earlier in the show. Uh, making some love on Good Morning Football. Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, all those people. This is what they talked about when they said, where are the places to go for Kansas City? I think I might be in love again. I thought it was Megan the Stallion. Might be this young lady. All right, Kimmy. I like that. Yes. The draft is coming to your hometown. Yeah. So I need the local guy. Mm. 
not the, the tourist guide, the local guide. What are the do's and don'ts of a great time in Kansas City? Only 60 seconds for this, guys? I could, like, go on. We could spend all hour talking about my city, Kansas sure. City. It's so it's so good. I'm so excited mm -hmm. for the NFL world to embrace my city. But if you need a good time, obviously, you got to start with barbecue. However, I feel like a lot of people are just going for, like, the big, the big names, the gentrified barbecue. Sure. You need down-home, okay. low-key, nothing sexy, nothing fancy about it. You need to get your tray, go to Gates Barbecue, have them scream at you, hi, may I help you, the second you open the door. Get your beef on okay. bun on bread, side of beans, uh, a little potato salad, and call it a day. So, like, get your OG barbecue. We don't need, like, fig jam on sure. a brioche bun. Like, Is there no. a beverage? Uh, strawberry soda. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We go, we go, we go country uh, when we do it. Yeah, it's, it's good. We'll, we'll, we'll do it in, right. in KC for the draft. Next up, you got to embrace kind of the culture of Kansas City. A lot yeah. of people are like, middle of America, what's there sure. beyond barbecue? We have an incredible art scene, incredible jazz and live music as well. There's a dope little speakeasy around the corner from the draft stage, Green Lady Lounge. Mm. Get a nice beverage, listen mm. to some jazz. Mm. You're full from Ooh. some barbecue. It's a vibe. We gotta I love go, a guys. Speakeasy. Green Lady yeah. Lounge. Green Lady Lounge. You possibly need. Yeah. Incredible job. Okay. Very incredible job. Not only did she nail the Green Lady Lounge, she nailed my order at Gates. Beef on bun, side of extra spicy sauce, fries. I don't do the potato salad. That I don't do. But definitely the strawberry soda, definitely the beef on bun, and the fries with a side of extra spicy sauce. Not only that, Green Lady Lounge right down the street from the draft. Whole thing's going to be blocked off from the NFL. We've seen the pictures. By the way, I don't know if you know this or not, the NFL and the draft this year, largest stage in NFL draft history, largest screens in NFL history. I heard someone on this very station say that they had to put, like, support beams underneath Union Station. Mm -hmm. Is that true? I don't know. I would assume. The stage is massive. It's huge. Massive right stage. out front, too. And there's a parking garage right underneath there. Gotta love that. Again, April 20th on the 31s. Be listening to this station. We're going to be giving away parking passes for the NFL draft. I'm credentialed, Grant. I'm a little nervous about where I'm going to park. Like, do they give a rip that I'm credentialed and that I'm with media? Nah. I think I might be parking in the river market and taking that streetcar all the way down. That's my strategy. It's not a bad strategy. Nah, man. Going to be on TV that morning, Fox 4 News. Make sure you're watching, 9 a.m., your boy in the flesh. And then we're going to go from that to the draft. That's going to be one of the longest Thursdays I've ever had in my entire life. I might have to pop into the Green Lady Lounge afterwards. Get a sidecar. Enjoy the ambiance. Great place. Nailed it. Again, this is what she had to say, Miss Kimmy. On NFL Network's Good Morning Football. All right, Kimmy. I like that. Yes. The draft is coming to your hometown. Yeah. So I need the local guy. Mm. Not the, the tourist guy, the local guy. What are the do's and don'ts of a great time in Kansas City? Only 60 seconds for this, guys? I could, like, go on. We could spend all hour talking about my city, Kansas sure. City. It's so, it's so good. I'm so excited mm -hmm. for the NFL world to embrace my city. But if you need a good time, obviously, you got to start with barbecue. However, I feel like a lot of people are just going for, like, the big, the big names, the gentrified barbecue. Sure. You need down-home, okay. 
low key, nothing sexy, nothing fancy about it. You need to get your tray, go to Gates Barbecue, have them scream at you, hi, may I help you? The second you open the door, get your beef on bun on bread, side of beans, uh, a little potato salad and call it a day. So like get your OG barbecue. We don't need like fig jam on a brioche bun. Is there a beverage? Uh, Strawberry soda. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We go, we go, we go country uh, when we do it. Yeah, it's, it's good. We'll, we'll, we'll do it in, right. in KC for the draft. Next up, you got to embrace kind of the culture of Kansas City. A lot mm. of people are like, middle of America, what's there sure. beyond barbecue? We have an incredible art scene, incredible jazz and live music as well. There's a dope little speakeasy around the corner from the draft stage, Green Lady Lounge. Mm. Get a nice beverage, listen mm. to some jazz. Mm. You're full from Ooh. some barbecue. It's a vibe. We gotta I love go, a guys. Speakeasy. Green Lady yeah. Lounge. Green Lady Lounge. You possibly need. Yeah. Incredible job. Okay. Love that Kansas City's doing the draft because so many things are gonna be open to people from the outside. We're hoping the weather cooperates. It's a nice little April day, not rainy, not disgusting. Hoping for like a nice 70 degree day. Green Lady Lounge, man, go there after the draft. Listen to 610 Sports Radio. Go to all the local pubs. We're going to see a lot of action. 300,000 people total is what they're estimating. Upwards of like $5 million for the city. Going to be a fun time. Trying to figure out what an Uber would cost from Lee Summit to Kansas City. Feel like it probably wouldn't be that expensive before the draft going to be like $100 to try to get home. 913-586-7610. Green Lady Lounge. Great place. Like I said earlier, that's one of the places where like, like if you wanted to come to Kansas City, like that is not a bad way to do it. Gates Barbecue, Draft, Green Lady Lounge. And if the Green Lady Lounge is too packed, you go right next door to the Black Dolphin. Also, Jazzy Speakeasy's place, right next to each other. Maybe you want to go outside, hit you a lung dart. I'm going to check out this other place. Live it up in Kansas City. Beef on bun, spicy sauce. I think the extra spicy sauce to the extra hot sauce from Gates, best barbecue sauce in the city. Grew up on it. Didn't have a whole lot of money as a family. Threw a bunch of chicken nuggets in the oven. Little thing of Kraft mac and cheese, about a $10 dinner. Side of spicy or extra hot sauce gates. That's what we grew up on. But I like this. She says, you don't need that, you know, peach jam, barbecue, sand. You don't got to go special. 913-586, what's your Kansas City parlay for a day for people to come to the draft? You a Jack Stack Q39 barbecue spot, Joe's KC, Meet Mitch, Slaps, whatever it is. You want to come out to Lee Summit? You want to go to Johnny Ray's, get you a steak burger and some tots, best tater tots in the game? Go down to Stewie McBrews, have yourself some some suds with your buds? You want to go to Overland Park? You want to try some stuff out? But again, Gates Barbecue, beef on bun, fries, hot sauce, strawberry soda, draft, Green Lady Lounge, you would not be disappointed. You won't be disappointed either. You won't be disappointed either because you'll have Jay Binkley coming on at 1030. When we come back on the other side, comparisons in the draft to the top five quarterbacks taken, there's a little bit of disrespect. 
You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. said he wants a girl with the right eye location. That's right. She's playing with her jewelry. She's putting up her hair. He likes a girl with a long jacket. I didn't think jacket was going to be coming after he said long. I think he lays it out. Right here. That's right. 913-586-7610. Grant Nicholson, Dusty Likens, After Hours is back. Man, we've been... Two weeks MIA, been holding it down with other people as well. Thanks to Jay Binkley filling in for me while I was gone. Thanks to Josh Klingler who let me be on Fesco in the morning and piss a lot of people off. At one point we had a Bob Fesco diehard listener. He said, who is this Yahoo on with Kling? Can't wait for Bob to be back. I knew that man was 70 years old because he used the term Yahoo. Somebody said on the text line too, it's cool to hear Dusty every once in a while. Every morning, eh, not a fan. Take your ass to somewhere else. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. If somebody was coming to the NFL draft in Kansas City, where would you guide them to go? Slaps Barbecue's getting a lot of love on the text line. Meet Mitch getting some text line love. You could go to the Staples, Jack Stack, Smokehouse, Q39. You could do all of that stuff. But I really want people to hit up Green Lady Lounge. I want to get sponsored by Green Lady Lounge. I would do an entire segment sponsored by Green Lady Lounge. Full slate of NBA games. Manchester United starts in about 10 minutes. Can't wait. Somebody told me on the text line that someone drove their cart somewhere. Somebody says bazookas. Same area. You can go see you some cheeks after you've had a sidecar and seen where the Chiefs draft. Somebody said that someone drove into the parking lot pond with their golf cart at Adams Point. I can't believe that. That's hilarious. Like, you got to be just completely messed up to drive your cart. I think that's also probably, like, a way to get banned from that golf course for life. Like, you'll never be able to call Mick. Like, you get a tee time. What's the name? Yeah, this has got a do not book on here, sir. Yeah. Somebody says Westport Flea Market. 816 says Peach Tree. Some of the best soul food you'll ever eat. They used to have one in Lee Summit. It's now where Pearl Tavern is. They had a Peach Tree Sunday buffet. Unreal, excuse me. Unreal. Fried catfish. Little collard greens, little grits. Peach tree's great, man. Great. Somebody says from A16, I might go to the historic route. Negro Leagues Museum. Arthur Bryant's draft. Green Lady is awesome. 
But after the lady said it on Good Morning Football, you know the Green Lady Lounge is going to be packed. Get you a reservation today. Hey, I'd like to get a reservation Thursday, April 27th for 9.30 p.m. Slide into the Green Lady Lounge. Again, have yourself a little sidecar, a little cognac cocktail with a little orange finish. The Batman chimes in, Free State Brewery or Biggs Barbecue in Lawrence. O'Malley's in Weston, best underground Irish pub. Dude, Weston's just awesome. I went there, uh, relationship, Dusty. This is when I was the face, not the heel. Now I'm the heel, or we can call me the anti-hero in this person's life. Wasn't good enough. We went to Weston, fantastic place, great place. They had this, I think it was called like the something saddle. And you know the scene in Beauty and the Beast where she's in the library and she's got the ladder and she slides over to get to more books? They had that same scene, but whiskey. I think it was called like the, the leather saddle or something like that. Somebody says from 816, if you're into mediocre baseball, go to Kaufman. <laughs> I mean, mediocre is a... That's kind of a compliment. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but O'Malley's in Weston was great. Um, got two glasses from it. Weston's just a fun getaway. That and Herman, Missouri. Like, you want to you wanna go for a little weekend getaway in Missouri? Go to Weston or go to Herman. Herman's wine country, the Rolling Hills. Take the, you could take, like, the shuttle bus anywhere you want to go. It's $20 per person all day long from, like, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. The guys that run it, they're still running, are hilarious. They're awesome. You just get this wristband with a number on it. You're like, hey, I'm done at this winery. I want to go to this one. We'll be right there. They got a place called the Worst House in Herman. Over 100 different style of bratwurst. Like from like buffalo chicken and blue cheese to like pineapple jalapeno. Fantastic. Brought like six of those things home, froze them all the time on the grill. It was great. Um... But, yeah, 913-586-7610, where are you going if you're an out-of-towner? Where would you suggest people go that are coming in from the draft? She nailed it, though, Gates and Green Lady Lounge. Jay Binkley will join us here in a little bit. But I think one thing when it comes to the NFL draft and their quarterbacks as we load up before we talk to Jay Binkley is they have some early um, – and this is from uh, from Dov Kleinman, NFL uh, Twitter. He says, NFL executives gave a comp for the 2023 quarterback prospects. Um, and this is from Jeremy Fowler at ESPN. Bryce Young gets a comp of Drew Brees. Bryce Young got to look at that and be like, okay. I'm into that. Like, we had a waitress last night. We said she looked like Scarlett Johansson. Probably the best compliment she's ever given and one of my buddies goes is Scarlett Johansson really that attractive I said absolutely top three Margot Robbie Megan the Stallion Scarlett Johansson top three for the Likens man here he was like well what's a comp for a guy at our age if like somebody said hey you look I was like well if some girl came to you and said you really remind me of George Clooney you'd be like that's enough for me I'm I'm good George Clooney he's a handsome man himself but uh, C.J. Stroud got the comparison of Dak Prescott. He's probably a little upset with that. I don't know if you want to be Dak. Uh, Anthony Richardson got Cam Newton, MVP, Super Bowl appearance. 
kind of fizzled out towards the end of his career. Will Levis, Matthew Stafford. I don't see that one. Seems awfully awfully lofty for Will Levis. I see a lot of Tim Couch when it comes to Will Levis. That's Matt Stafford's going to finish like 10th, like top 10 in all-time yards. Super Bowl winner. Yards. Yeah, Super Bowl winner too. No chance. And had uh, Cooper Cup and Megatron as his wide receivers in his career. Um, Hooker from Tennessee gets a Geno Smith grade, which I think is a little bit different these days than maybe it was before. Max Dugan gets Taysom Hill. The disrespect from the Horn Frog man himself gets Taysom Hill. Um, so a little sad there. But, yeah, I feel like the Bryce Young, Drew Brees thing is just solely based on height. Because I don't know if, if Bryce Young has the rocket of a can of an arm that Drew Brees had. And I feel like C.J. Stroud's got a better arm than Dak Prescott. That I mean... I'm uneducated. I'm not grinding film, but somebody from the 816 says, Dusty, are you really into the classic sidecar cocktail? Good for you. That's hip. Very sophisticated. I do love me a sidecar. Because I didn't know what the liquor was in it. I thought it was whiskey. Nah, man, cognac. Might be slipping into some carvassier. Um, but yeah, I love me a sidecar. Dusty, we need to hit the links, brother. I live in Lee Summit too. Anytime. 816 says Scarlett Johansson, Jennifer Lawrence, Margot Robbie. That man has a type. Yes, sir. Jennifer Lawrence is number four on my list. She is a bad, bad lady. Dusty has a type, too. That's right. My type is just kind of weird, you know? I was thinking blonde, but sure. Is Jennifer Lawrence blonde? I thought she was a brunette. Well, she's blonde in a lot of her movies, isn't she? No. Dirty blonde? No. Okay. Brunette, Mockingbird, or Mockingjay, Hunger Games. Uh, Winter's Bone, Brunette. Is she not blonde in Silver Linings Playbook? She might be. Am I wrong? She was great in that movie, by the way. Her and Bradley Coop. I loved her in that movie. Somebody says, I can't stand comps. They're almost never accurate. Well, speaking of comps and accuracy, we'll get to Jay Binkley on the other side as he'll join us on After Hours here on 610 Sports Radio. 913-586-7610. Grant Nicholson, Dusty Likens. You're listening to After Hours. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Look at this photograph. Every time I do it makes me laugh. I've never hated more pop music in my life. That comes on in the, it's like the first two seconds of the song. Oh, of course it does. That's how it starts. This is how you want to bail immediately. You got like a nice lady. She's super attractive, or you got a nice man who's super attractive, and the first thing they say is, My favorite song of all time is Photograph by Nickelback. That relationship is no longer happening if it's my situation. Look at this photograph. Terrible. That's how you start a single. This is a top five song for my boss. Hopefully, he's not listening and hearing me crush Nickelback and his takes on music. But if he is listening, he's going to get to listen to Jay Binkley on After Hours because Jay Binkley joins us now. Mr. Binkley, how are you on this Sunday morning? What's going on, Dustman and Grant? Not much, man. Just looking at these eastern red buds that are starting to bloom outside the window, those nice purple trees. Emaw, baby. Is that what those are? Yeah, eastern red buds. Gotcha. Gotcha. But they're purple. Yeah, they're all over the place. Aren't they awesome, though? Like, doesn't that, like, kind of define, like, spring has arrived in the city of Missouri? Oh, yeah. Even though oh, Missouri's yeah. a state, not a city? Spring is here. I'm ready for it to go, though. 
Why? Give us some summer and then some fall and some winter. I would drink spring the last of the four seasons, to be honest with you. That might be the worst take you've ever had on a sports radio station. That's a great take. It's not. Spring is probably number one when it comes to seasons. Fall, summer, winter, spring. You're very biased when it comes to fall because that means chilly sweatpants and football. Well, there's there's some of that, Dusty, and also uh, things start cooling down a little bit. But, yeah, I think you're right. And the, the fall beers, man, they're fantastic. And see, I think I, that's why I like winter so much, too, fall beer, winter beers. Yeah, see, like we're opposite. I'm spring, fall, summer, winter. Oh, okay. Because I love the spring season because I'm, I'm a golf enthusiast. So I love when, yeah. that, when that weather's like 66, not too yeah. hot, not too cold, perfect. Your hands stay warm. The ball flies a little bit better. And you like storm chasing. Yes. I do. I think I would be a storm chaser in my next life. In fact, the guys, the late, the late Philip Seymour Hoffman, who was in the movie Twister, you know what his name was in that movie? What was it? Dusty. Dust, that's right. I'll go with you, man. Let's get us one of those uh, cameras for the dash and all that. We'll be good. Just sucking on chili dogs and chasing tornadoes. That's right. Stopping at every quick trip in the, in the, in the area. So we got, uh, we're, we're now less than two weeks. We're a week and a half. In fact, two weeks from today, we'll be talking about the draft grades of the Chiefs and where Brett Veach stole picks and they got, you know, taken, you know, under the radar and people say, well, the Chiefs did it again. Binkley, it's uh, an- another receiver has been uh, been stitched to this roster in Justin Watson. They now have five in-house. They still maybe go receiver round one or you think it may be lineman or a uh, defensive edge rusher? You know what? I, I think honestly, one of those three, and we go, hey, who's the better player still there? Because there will be good players there uh, when everybody starts grabbing players, and especially quarterbacks. If we can get some, figure a way to get five quarterbacks in the first round, that would be great. And there's a good chance that it happens. But I, I'm still wide receiver one. I mean, it's still, I know I say the three of them, wide receiver edge, unless you think, okay, there's not a big run on wide receivers. We think in the second round they are. I will tell you this, though. At the end of the second round, those receivers will be gone. So they think guys are fringe round one guys like a Quentin Johnston or Jalen Hyatt, and they wait around for them. They're not getting it at 63. They would have to move up. So if they don't take a wide receiver in round one, they need to move up earlier in the round two. But if that's not their plan, then I'd go offensive line. I'd go offensive line before edge. What do we think about Kennard? as the right tackle this year. I know the injuries were kind of plagued. He had a, you know, but he's a big bodied right tackle that you don't necessarily have to have like, you know, maybe the best right tackle for the Kansas city chiefs or even a top 10 right tackle. I would say with Patrick Mahomes, the way his style of quarterback is, we know who's playing left tackle into Taylor. But when it comes to Kennard, do you think there's any chance that maybe he makes his emergence or is that maybe where the chiefs go in this draft with that kid out of Tennessee? You know what? Maybe uh, it, it's hard to say. They've been so good at the draft, though, Dusty. You know, we, you and I have talked about it. Like twenty-one and twenty-two of these guys are still with the Chiefs. I mean, they haven't had misses, and Kennard was on the roster, so they evaluated him. They liked him. They decided that was the guy they wanted, and they were hundred percent on all the other guys. So uh, you got to think, okay, maybe they knew what they're doing with Kennard. He's just slow learning. I mean, it's tough in the NFL on offensive line to get used to the speed and the size and the strength on the other side. I don't know. I don't know if he can be that guy. Him or Niang at this point, um, I still think they'll find a way uh, to get somebody through the draft this year. Um, so I say, okay, this guy could be just as good as Andrew Wiley, which it took Wiley a while uh, to be that guy. But, uh, yeah, Darnell Wright would be a good guy at right tackle. I like Anton Harrison a ton out at Oklahoma. And he's a guy that could be 
there at the end of the first round. And the reason I liked him so much, he was a left tackle. Played a little bit of right here and there, but you know, it's it, it's a lot easier in my mind to take a left tackle, move him over the right. Because in college football, okay, where'd you play? Left side or right side? Oh, you're the left tackle. Okay, you were their best tackle that they had, and that'd just be more appealing to me. Bigley, they have the uh, the top five quarterbacks in the draft: Young, Stroud, Richardson, Levis, and Hooker. Uh, the comps they had from Jeremy Fowler was Young, Drew Brees, Stroud, Dak Prescott, Anthony Richardson, Cam Newton, Levis, Matthew Stafford, Hooker, Geno Smith. Which one of these guys can you put your money on in a futures bet that's going to be the bust of these five quarterbacks? I'd say Will Levis. I, I don't see Matt Stafford in him at all. Matt Stafford doesn't have biceps the size of 18-wheelers. You know, he, he's just a quarterback. That seems to be where Will Levis' attention has been. Someone's going to be a bust. And I know there's so many, so many people out there saying, well, there's not going to be any bust. And then they build up all these quarterbacks. We'll go back to the last 15 years. There's hardly been any good quarterbacks drafted in the first round. Heck, last year was just one quarterback taken in the first round. There's so many misses at this. Um, getting it right as far as quarterback. But, but, you know, there could be an opportunity just one of the first-round quarterbacks are any good. Uh, we could see. But Will Levis would, would be mine only because – and I get it. Hey, everybody works out. That's great. That, that's great that a pro quarterbacks work out. We know that. But, I mean, he got big. And no, man, at what point does this start affecting your range of motion? And you should never take uh, mere selfies. I don't care. You're a leader, man. Uh, you shouldn't be doing that. But let's not let's look at the facts. He's thrown 23 interceptions the last two years. That's that's a big concern, man. He also eats bananas with the peel on them and puts mayonnaise in his coffee. See, those things right there would take you off a draft board. I mean, there's some things that teams do. They sit around here and they just yank you off the draft board. Say, we're not drafting this guy. He's gone. Gone from the draft board. Mirror selfies, the bananas, like you said, the mayonnaise, gone, gone, gone. I hope he goes to the Raiders. Hope he goes to the Raiders. That'd be hilarious. So you've never pulled a Billy Butler and taken a shirtless selfie in the mirror and then sent it out to a nice honey? No, I can't say that I have. If I was in my 20s, I probably would have, but, uh, eh, just haven't done that. Not doing it these days. Um, if I was ripped like Will Levis, I would. You would do that? If I was Will Levis, yeah. Okay. All right. Pro quarterback going for it, you know? That's right. Um. Jay Bingley joining us here on After Hours. You can hear the Character Concerns podcast with he, Nick, and Chris. Uh, new episodes every week, middle of the week, so you can get all your action there. Binkley, when it comes to the NFL draft, they've said that this is going to be the biggest stage and two of the biggest screens ever when it comes to the draft. Kansas City is about to show out. Oh, they are. And just think about it, man. This is, you know, Vegas, Nashville, all these great places. Like, Kansas City is going to be the spot. It's like 100 yards, Dusty, I think this this stage is. And then there's, and then even with the end zone, so include the end zone, it's like 120 yards, this this stage. It's unbelievable. Um, can't wait till it gets here. I mean, Union Station, Dusty, isn't it kind of becoming Kansas City's arch? Because when you think about, you know, when they show landscape pictures of the city and the, the nightline, the skyline, it used to not really have Union Station. It was just downtown. Now, with all the victory parades and the Royals and Chiefs down there, now the NFL draft, I have a feeling the uh, station will find its way in every picture nationally of Kansas City with a skyline. But, man, you talk about a Q rating going up. How about Union Station from where it's gone to? Unreal. The growth, the potential we've seen in it, Dusty, yeah. it is skyrocketing. I do love that that's a comp that you use as Union Station is like the is the is the arch of Kansas City because it is I'm really excited to get like the picture of like the full crowd and like Union Station lit up with the stage everything and then put that big daddy in the in the house when they do get that that like panoramic photo of uh, of, of downtown Union Station. 
you know, I'm just so excited, man. This, this, this city and everything that's happened. Just, just think back when you first got to 610 and I yeah. was there. This wasn't a lot to to root for, you know, going to Royals games and stuff like that. And the team would be down and, you know, before they got good. And now to think the drafts keep coming here, we got the new airport, the world cups coming to Kansas city. I mean, <laughs> perceptions, this city is changing its perception right in front of our eyes. If they, they were a draft pick, they would have gone to the combine and all of a sudden they're shooting up in the first round. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much to do here. They had a thing on uh good morning football. We played it a couple of times where the, Miss Kimmy said the best thing you could do is go to Gates, get a beef on bun, and then go to the Green Lady Lounge. Bingley, if you were to I get heard a, that. Yeah, dude. If you could go anywhere in the city, if you're out of Kansas, if somebody comes from out of, out of town and they say, hey, Jay Bingley, you're a Kansas City icon. You know this place. Where you tell them to go before the draft and after the draft for a meal before and a cocktail afterwards? Well, it's going to be barbecue. It's going to be my, my favorites. I've been doing coming there since high school football with Smokehouse. That's been like a staple in my family for years. And then barbed wire barbecue, if you want something kind of off the, the beaten path there in Eudora, Kansas. Uh, but they're really good. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about that, that, uh, that audio, Dusty, from NFL Network. She goes, give me a place that's off the beaten path. And then she goes, gate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how can you go? How can you go small off the beaten path when it's one of the Mount Rushmores of barbecue uh, in Kansas City? But whatever. Then afterwards, I'm just going to have a cocktail at uh, at a local brewery, like Call Sign, Cinder Block, a couple of my favorites. That's where I'm going to because I love breweries and always great sports conversation going on there. So I'm going down to, to Cinder Block and having a nice brew. No doubt about it. Uh, Binkley Royal stays at Grinky against the Braves. Are you are you with me on this? Where it's just like it's abysmal to watch right now. It's just it's it's baseball. It's background noise. It is what it is. You check in on it, but man, it's been it's been rough. Man, it's been rough. It's been rough. You know, I'm doing that thing with Vern today. I got to pick oh, my are? prop, Dusty. I'm zero and three, bro. I have not won a bet on Vern. I don't think he's going to call me on Saturdays anymore. Well, here's the thing, though. Let me ask you this. I'm so tempted to go money line and Royals on this, and you say why? The Braves have a great. They're seven one on the road, but check this out, Dust man. Acuna doesn't have any hits on Zach Greinke. Mm. And Ozzy Albies has really struggled against Greinke in his, uh, in his lifetime, too. So, you know, I don't know where to go here, man, because uh, Matt Olson is yeah. hitting 100 off of him, two for 20. Acuna has never had a hit, and Albies has one hit. I mean, that's, that's their power, man. My, my bet yesterday was a run in the first inning, it hit, and then I took the under of eight and a half, and the final score was not under eight and a half. So, Vern, again... We'll be mad at me, but you'll be joining Vern today around what twelve fifteen ish? Is that right? It'll be about twelve fifteen. I may have to go Bobby Witt, dude. Dude's go. got uh, twelve hits in the last five games. Come on. Or Vinny Pasquantino. That guy just continues to keep uh, keep raking yeah. right now. As he's been a bright sign for the Kansas City Royals. But Binkley, we'll hear you at twelve fifteen with Vern. Thanks for coming on the show today. And we are now officially under the two week Mendoza line for the NFL draft. Have a great Sunday. Enjoy this spring, which is the best season of all seasons, even though you disagree. And take care. No, of hey, I, I can't wait to see you in the tux, Dusty. I was talking right. about Friday when I was old Cody. I said, you got a brand new tux. You're ready to rock for this thing. That's right, man. Skinny pants, skinny tie, and just ready to go ask Gracie Hunt on a date. With, with the, with the, with the, with the uh, high tops on. I could do that if I wanted to. I don't know if I could pull yeah. that off, but I don't want to look. Too, you got to go tennis shoes. I don't want to look too much like uh, Dan Orlovsky because that guy's a tool. Just go dress like Will Levis. There you go. Oh, no man. shirt. Just eat a mayonnaise coffee and banana with the peel on it. <laughs> No shirt and a bow tie. That's tough. And then take your back hair and put DW for Dirty Werewolf. Oh, my gosh. I do have a little <laughs> bit of back hair. Binkley, thanks again for, this, for the time. You, have a good Sunday, man. Uh, I don't know what that was when he signed off right there. Just like, a, oh, okay.
he's a quick hang-upper. You know how you have those people that you call, and, like, you're like, all right, man, bye, and then you hear the dee dee. It's, like, really fast. <sighs> Will Levis, man. Mayonnaise in your coffee. Guy smells like a bus, doesn't he? It does, yeah. I do like that he said that Union Station is like Kansas City's arch. I like that a lot. Coming up, we had talked about it earlier. Top 50 moments, according to Royals Review on Twitter, at the K. What is your favorite moment ever as a fan? 913-586-7610. Lots of questions. And then after that, we'll have the out of left field question here on After Hours. Grant Nicholson, Dusty Likens, 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Excellent rendition of Bruce Springsteen's Atlantic City, by the way. Take a load off. This is a big golf playlist song. This song gets hit, and I'm like on the tee box, and I hear it. I'll step back and be like, ooh, turn me up. I'll turn into Patrick Cantley real fast and do that slow play when it comes to the band. I'm telling you, man. Atlantic City by the band. They got that little, like, tiny guitar that they play. It's like, what is that, a mandolin? I think that's what it's called. A little tiny guy. They play that, like, you know, like they're going to die in five minutes if they don't play that song, that, that, that little instrument as best they can. Taking one from the boss. Just found out today that his birthday, September 23rd, will be National Bruce Springsteen Day in New Jersey. I'll never be that famous, but that'd be awesome if, like, August 7th and Lee Summit was Dusty Likens Day. Because that's when I was born. August 7th, 1987. Stand up. Stormont Vale Hospital in Topeka, Kansas. That's where your boy was blessed on this earth. Top 50 moments according to Royals Review on Twitter. Number 10, Alcides Escobar's Inside the Park home run in the World Series. Number nine, George Brett kisses home plate after his last home game. I wasn't there, but I always do remember that shot of him, like, down on his knees, kissing home plate. Number eight, Lorenzo Cain scores from first on a single against the Jays in the ALCS. What a time to be alive when those Royals were doing that. Number seven, George Brett goes over 400. Of course, we all remember Ted Williams hit over 400 in 1941, but no one had reached that mark since, although George Brett came the closest on August 17th, 1980 against the Blue Jays. Royals Review writes, Brett went four for four, ending with the bases loaded, double to go over 401. He would finish the season at 390, the highest mark by a hitter in a full season since that 1941 Ted Williams season. 390. Like, could you imagine? I remember one time George Brett was on the Royals broadcast. I think it was with HUD and, and Lefevre. I think HUD was like, George, what do you think you'd hit if they had all these shifts on you? He said, I'd hit 500. Didn't even blink, didn't even pause, just straight up was like, I'd hit 500. And I, I just believed him. I was like, I guarantee you Brett would hit 500. He'd bunt until they pulled that shift off. Also, I don't think anybody would be able to shift against George. I don't know where you would put the shift at. You just would play straight up. 
We tried not shifting. He hit 390, was at 401 at one point when we didn't even know what a shift was. Number six, Gordo nearly touched them all against Madison Bumgarner. Oh, man, I remember that. Remember, everybody was like, he should have sent him home. <laughs> He'd have been thrown out. We get into the top five here. Dane Lorg's game-winning hit against the Cardinals. Number four, Alex Gordon's game-tying World Series home run. We remember that. The, the point in the air, as soon as he hit it, Eric Hosmer, Josh Verner, who will join you at 12 o'clock for Royals pregame, Vern's pregame show, he always goes back to that moment when Hosmer had made the air in the inning before, or I guess the top of that inning, and then as soon as Gordon hit that home run off Familia, and Gordon does that iconic point, you just see Eric Hosmer, just all the stress, give me chills, thinking about all the stress, just relieves his body as he's just down and the catching position just, oh, thank you so much, Gordo. Number three, Orta is safe. In an era before replay, the Royals benefited from the judgment of, Don, of umpire Don Deckinger, who called him safe. George Orta safe on a routine grounder to first base in the ninth inning of game six of the World Series. The Cardinals would not get over the call and would implode losing the pivotal game. A lot of Cardinals fans blame Don Deckinger. Why don't you blame your catcher for not catching a routine pot fly with two outs left? Blame the ump all you want, Cardinals fans. Kiss my ass. Number two, Salvi's game-winning hit in the wild card. And then number one, to Motley for the title. In 1985, with an 11-0 win over the Cardinals, it's Daryl Motley catching the last fly ball to end the game. Top 10 of your Royals review. You can check that out on Royals review on Twitter. They have the top 50 moments in Royals history at the K. Will there be a moment today? Zach Grinke's close to striking out 11, or I'm sorry, he's close to striking out 11 human beings. That's a real stat. 11, or I'm sorry, a thousand. He's about to strike out a thousand different human beings in baseball. Random stat. Not one of those 1997 Royals stats where so-and-so is, Three for three on day games that start at 12-15 on a Sunday when the temperature's above 60. But your top 10 there from Royals Review who did their top 50. Coming up on the other side, we do the out-of-field left question. That's not even how you say it. Out-of-left-field question. A little screwed up there on my delivery. Coming up on the other side, the out-of-left-field question. 913-586. Let's have us a conversation, Kansas City. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.